Welcome back to Brookfield Friday Podcast. We have some of the best news this week. Uh, remember to like, subscribe, leave a comment on YouTube, rate us on Spotify, and remember, we're available wherever you get your podcasts from. <clears throat> Aquaman 2. We all know what went on with Amber Heard going absolutely crazy and like cutting off Johnny Depp's finger, hashtag just for Johnny Depp. And for Depp. Elon Musk too. Like, and she, okay, okay, so... Yeah, she was dressing up for Elon Musk as uh, Mercy from Overwatch 2. Mm-hmm. And um, Walter, throw a picture of that up there. Oh, my God. Yeah, what so, is and, that? And that was like a, I'm assuming, right? A, presumably a private picture that was taken for Elon. Yeah. And then he shared it to all of Twitter because he was like, I like Overwatch 2. Guys, look at me. I'm so relatable, right? Um, and I thought revenge porn was illegal now. But yeah, eh, if you're a billionaire, they'll let you do it. We have Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Um, I didn't even know the trailer was out until like, I don't know. I, I want to say like a, a day or two after it came out. Um, and you know how like with Marvel ones, you'll, you'll be able to see them like the same day because everyone's talking about them. I feel like mm-hmm. no one's been talking about this. but oh, Also because no one's talking about it because you're not supposed to be, right? The strike. I guess so. most so. like big people, like I guess small creators get a pass, but like most yeah. big creators... Uh, not talking about that right they're now. not talking about it because they don't want to violate like they don't want to cross the picket line they don't want to scab i guess so but yeah. look at us we're scabbing i guess to the 10 people watching thank you to the 10 people <laughs> yeah so yeah four years ago i was basically unemployed wandering no home but now i'm a husband and a father and i wouldn't have it any other way my mind is pops my job was with this just a little off. Oh yeah, I finally got a job. I'm the king of Atlantis. <laughs> So he says, read where it all began. And it's like, two of them are not Jason Momoa and then Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> you know, I'm not excited. The Black Manta suit, though, is pretty nice. Yeah. I do I do like the concept of, like, the, the necromancy. But. Well, I don't think it's necessarily necromancy. Excited. It's just the people from the trench. It looked like necromancy. It looked like he was bringing dead bodies back to life. Uh. Let me see. So, yeah, yeah. So, the Trench is a cannibalistic race of ocean-dwelling creatures who were once in the kingdoms of Atlantis before Atlantis sunk the continent. So, I'm pretty sure it's going to be these, like, mutated people. Also, it would make it even worse because in, in the last movie, we had to fight the Trench. and uh, Did they? Yeah. Did I don't even remember? See? I don't even remember the, the last first movie. The Trench movie. came out. Yeah. I thought the whole point... Well, I mean, to be fair, he was also fighting... Um, no, no, no. Man. He was fighting Orn. Orn and the uh, the creatures from the trench. He got all. That's why they called the motion monster because he got the creatures from the trench. Is he? Let's let's run through the the let's plot run of the first. The plot of the first. Don't remember. So, blah, blah blah. Thomas Curry, Atlanta. They fall in love. They have a son. Just control F trench. Uh, let's see. So he's a skilled warrior. He's a metahuman known as Aquaman. And at, a year after Steppenwolf's defeat, he confronts pirates. Blah blah blah. So, Atlantis' new ruler and Orm Marius, Arthur's younger half-brother, convinces King 
Nereus of Zebul to help unite Atlantis and destroy the surface wolf for polluting the oceans. See, mm. that's what it was. If Orm unites all four kingdoms, he'll receive the title of Ocean Master, commander of the most powerful force on the planet. That's what it was. It was just Orm. Because he didn't have anything about I could have sworn them. there was a trench in the, no, the first one. So they... Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. So an armored David rechristens himself Black Manta, but Arthur defeats him. They fend off amphibious monsters of the trench, and a wormhole transports them to uncharted sea at the center of the Earth. Yeah, I knew Atlanta it. Atlanta sacrificed to the trench for Arthur's illegitimate birth 20 years ago. Um, hmm. Yeah, I guess so. We'll, we'll see. Who's Steven Shin? He is... Nah. Uh, some random motherfucker. Marine biologist. Is advisor, I guess. Has oh. genius level intellect. Uh, of course. I uh, guess. The standard. The standard. Standard. Yes. Standard. Genius level intellect. Both his parents were killed and uh, he had a traumatic childhood. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. The the superhero cocktail, as they call it. Correct. Um. Yeah, it seems boring. I, guess, I mean, I guess it's just going to be another generic <laughs> DC film. Probably not, yeah. nothing too crazy. I, you know, I haven't seen bad. the last like three dc films and not because like like oh blah 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 but like they they just haven't been appealing like the most appealing one was was blue beetle but even that i i didn't end up going to go see it because you didn't try hard enough man you've had plenty of time come on you've had plenty of time yeah. also i i think blue beetle is already going to be on streaming yeah i'm just gonna watch it on streaming <laughs> but like what i mean to say is like even the flash oh shit it's coming out this tuesday oh perfect i am definitely gonna watch that on streaming it's tuesday september 26th but like i mean even like the flash i didn't watch it on streaming i haven't watched it yet oh that one already that one came, came on from, yeah that came on you on haven't streaming seen it no i haven't friday august 25th yeah a yeah, month yeah, ago. yeah literally a month ago i liked it and i haven't gotten over oh. it like I, I know they could have done something they could have done better with the CGI and stuff like that. But overall, like I liked it. Mm. Um you don't care about spoilers, right? No, I don't, okay. I don't give a fuck. I don't give two shits in the he's, peapod. He, it's it's the same, like it's not it's it's flashpoint, right? But um he's in a time loop where <clears throat> sorry, he, he's in he's in his little flashpoint where he goes back in time um and then saves his mom from being killed, blah blah blah, right? And so wh- what happened was that since he's meeting with his younger self, he tries to give his younger self powers. He gets his powers taken away. It's a whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. But what ends up happening is that they, they're trying to... They, they discover time travel, right? Again, because he discovered it by accident. But then they rediscover it like halfway through the movie when they're trying to defeat Zod, right? Because yeah. in this universe, Zod comes through. And there's no Clark Kent in this one. So they, they're starting to the they're starting to get taken over and stuff. Yeah. And so what new Flash... Uh, the or sorry, what young young Barry does? Uh-huh. He tries to go back in time and redo. Um, a- after Kara dies multiple times, so he's going back each time, each time, each time. And then it turns out you see Savitar, um, which is just they they called him like uh, other Barry or uh, evil Barry, right? Yeah. But it's pretty much it's literally just Savitar because no. if you uh, see you him, put a, you put an evil Barry and literally Savitar comes out. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean that's what Savitar is, evil Barry. At least. Yeah, the the literal. Let me see the Flash. Yeah. So, why isn't he coming out? What the fuck? It's because it's just Savitar. Okay, well this one, yeah. So he, yeah, he he literally looks just like Savitar, yeah. but he's he's all old and everything, and he's covered in like the remnants of the other battles because he's been doing it so. Oh, Dark Flash is what they call him. Uh, Dark Flash. Stupid. All right. So Dark Flash. It's again. It's literally just Savitar. Um, cause it's not, it's not black flash. It's not any of the undead ones or anything like that. It, it's it's dark Savitar. flash should have been saved for, uh, for the undead one, mm. the undead flash. Um, but the dark flash is what sets off the, 
it's what sets it off in the first place. Mm. Um, so, again, when, when you see the movie and he pushes him, uh, the the original Barry into the other timeline, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, it's Savitar, right? Because he looks just like Savitar. Yeah. But it's like, oh, it's Dark Flash. Dark Flash. But Dark Flash is just Barry. Most he keeps, generic name yeah, ever. He's running back in time trying to fix it and he can't. And then he has to like finally accept it. Um, and then he uh, and then regular Barry like destroys him, and then resets the universe after um, his mom dies and stuff. So okay, but it was really good. I, I okay, sorry, sorry. I'm not saying it's really good, right? Mm-hmm. I it's like a solid seven out of ten. Like I would definitely watch it again. I know that CGI has to be touched up, but yeah, I I, I did genuinely like it. That was gonna be my question because seven out of ten means it, it means you would be willing to rewatch it a few times, like one or two more times at least. Mm-hmm. Like you, like if you're like having a whatever day, you know, you get some snacks, you're willing to put it back on. Like I don't know, I feel like a lot of times, uh, we like a generic we, not not we as the podcast, but we mm-hmm. as like society, we live in a society. Correct. Uh, how do you call it? Overinflate, like if. Like, if it's five, if it's, like, middle of the road, it's bad. You never watch it. Like, that's kind of yeah. how, how we try to estimate it. Like, that's a true. five, bad, horrible, never rewatch. But that's not what it's supposed to be. It's, like, five is it's like whatever. Average. I'd watch it once or twice, you know? Okay, With okay. Friends. Like, if it's on at a friend's house or if it comes on TV, I'm willing to watch it. True. Because either... Uh, it's funny i literally just saw a comment on reddit about that with games too because mm. people do that with games where it's like it's a nine out of ten right or it's like if it's a 10 out of 10 you like you, you're gonna play it blah blah, blah right yeah, the next yeah, yeah. Game. nine out of ten okay yeah probably has some flaws eight out of ten seven out of ten you're never gonna play it like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's how the, the scale goes because it's so skewed right yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah okay with that in mind i would probably i'd probably give it a six out of six 10. out of ten yeah all because right, like right. the, there was good moments in it and uh, like like the the acting was the acting was great. I mean, fucking Michael Keaton back as Batman, and there having some hype both stuff berries. in it. Yeah, 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 having both like it was so believable. Having younger Barry being so fucking annoying and was like little kid. Even those Ezra Miller playing both of them, and I'm mm-hmm. like, it's like why is this? Everyone in the comments were like, why is it so fucking annoying? It's like because he's a kid, because yeah. he's younger, because he's naive, and he's spoiled because he grew up with both his parents mm-hmm. versus Jaded Barry who didn't grow up with either of them. So like Jaded Barry, like that's a whole plot point where he's getting pissed at younger Barry because he's like, oh, my mom wants to do something. It's like, why are you taking her for granted? You know the the same thing where it's like, yeah, you take her for granted because you have her all the time. So yeah, um, but yeah, the, the, I I feel like the the movie hit really well. With that sort of messaging. And it was really sweet with seeing him with his mom and stuff. Even though he kind of accepted. He's like, yeah, I know she has to die. So. Um, and then I don't I don't remember who kills her. But um, I want to say it was. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. So. <clears throat> um, the variant. Let me see. Okay, so the barriers repeatedly time travel to save Batman and Kara, but keep failing. He realizes sequence of events cannot be changed. 2013 Barry keeps trying. As 2013 Barry travels, the multiverse starts to implode. The unknown speedster who initially knocked Barry out of the speed force returns and is revealed to be an older, future version of 2013 Barry who believes he can still defeat Zod and save his Earth. Um, so... Ah, okay. So Barry reverts the timeline, comes to terms with his mom's death. However, he subtly alters the past by moving the tomato cans to a higher shelf. Returning to the present day, Barry attends his dad. Barry attends his dad's court hearing, where the security footage now reveal- reveals Henry looking up to grab tomato can, allowing for his exoneration. So, so you know, he still changed a little bit. Mm, yeah. But he went back, and then he went to the future, and he got contacted by a Bruce, and then it's uh, George Clooney as as Bruce. So. Mm pretty funny 
that Ben Affleck, Keaton, and George Clooney. Um, so you had three different Batman in one movie, and, but it was pretty funny because I couldn't hear the voice when he calls him. He's like, "Yeah," he's like, "Bruce, what's going on?" He's like, "Blah blah,", blah. and then uh, I, you couldn't, you can't recognize his voice. But then when he comes out, I'm like, "Wait a minute!" They switched him up because they were like doing a slow reveal to show you who the new Bruce Wayne was. Ah, um, but then like it just like okay because the ending was disappointed. That's why it was also like six out of ten. Ending was disappointing because. It just goes back to status quo. Nothing really happens, right? And then at the end, he's talking to Aquaman, mm. and then they're just like getting drunk in the post credit scene. That's it. Like that's it. Nothing else of substance actually happens. Ah, uh, well, that sucks. I guess that's part for the core, though. Part for, for the course. Part for the course for uh, DC movies. Yeah, and the thing is too. So with Amber Heard, what we saw in this Aquaman two trailer, mm-hmm. she was in like two frames, literally. Two frames, yeah. One of them in the beginning when she's with the kid and um, she's like talking. Or sorry. When he's talking to like the dad, and you see her red hair for like a split second, right? And then the I other didn't one, see her, I'm not gonna lie. yeah, you gotta go back and see. I know you gotta scrub through, fucking frame by frame. Yeah. And then the second time when she's like punching through something, right? So someone theorized it's gonna be that, um, it's gonna be the comic book story, but instead of losing his son, he's gonna lose Mara, which is the easiest way to kill that her does off, make right? Sense. Yeah. And yeah, it shows why Amber Heard's not, you know, she's not featured heavily in any of the any of the marketing or anything if we look up let's see aquaman 2 look at the poster uh yeah the i mean the first poster is literally just him yeah. on it but i don't i don't think they've released any other poster besides the ones with him oh. the first one uh, no that's the no, this is the one. first aquaman yeah. yeah so aquaman lost lost kingdom yeah it's pretty much just him on the uh on the cover but yeah so people again people are are theorizing that she's going to be killed off um, because of that, the, all, all the drama happening with her, so so we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Yeah. December twentieth, December twentieth, local theaters. Uh, be there or be square. Exactly. So, I guess I'll be square. <laughs> the Unity game scandal. So you, tell me about this. What what have you heard about this? I've heard Unity's runtime fee is the biggest gaming scandal of twenty twenty three. In just three days, as of September fourteenth, right. Yeah. Ubiquitous game engine Unity has completely torpedoed its reputation in the games industry, facing colossal backlash for its new runtime fee. Announced on Tuesday, it's a new payment policy that will charge developers up to 20 cents every time someone installs a game built for Unity. It's a tax on a product that customers have already used and paid for. Mm-hmm. So it's like pay to download, right? Yeah. So, obviously, it's a greedy and destructive move. Unity was one of the most widely used game engines, providing the framework for a wide range of games, from obscure indie titles to mainstream games like Pokemon Go and Amogo. Amogus. 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 Pikachu Amogus. Exactly. So, the trackers say the new fee could destroy indie gaming. So, that was as of the 14th, right? We're now here on the 23rd, right? It's not even just indie games, because, oh, I guess it is like an indie game. Uh, Hades. The game, fucking game of the year. It was, uh, yeah. it's built on Unity. So, Unity is now officially Coconut. sorry about the controversy, making changes after hard feedback. Unity, the cross-platform game engine used by many of our favorite developers, has officially revised its controversial fee policy following backlash. So, it's a cross-platform mm-hmm. engine used by many of favorite developers to create everything from small indie games to bigger, more well-known games. Right? We we knew yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, we know. Main this. developers including those buying some of the best PC games disagree with new fee policy 
Cult of the Lamb was going to be deleted and Rust 2's development was going to be made that without was a meme. They weren't actually going to delete it. That yeah, was a meme. But you know yeah. how it is. So the company acknowledged by saying it's sorry. They should have incorporated more of the feedback. They've heard the concerns. are making changes in policy. We, we announced to address them. So though it'll remain free. There'll be no runtime fee for games built on Unity Personal. Oh, hold on. Um, Wait, what? Our Unity personal plan will remain free and there will be no runtime for the company cookies. For games. Increasing the cap from 100,000 to 200,000 will remove the requisite, the requirement to use the man, the made with Unity splash screen. Okay. Also, if you earn less than a million dollars, you won't be subject to the download fee. Um, yeah. Trailing 12 month revenue. Okay. Mm. So that makes sense. I still think that, okay, okay, not me batting for giant gaming corporations because I do not like them, but I still think that setting the precedent that it's bad, it's bad. bad. Even if it's for like the million dollar corporations like E or what's it called? E? The EA? EA. Even for like EA to like have to charge users for like per download or to charge them for, because they're companies too, right? They're not going to absorb that charge they're gonna start charging you too eventually for the each download each time they get taxed they're gonna pass that on to you Mm -hmm. you're gonna get you're gonna start paying for every time you try to reinstall a game Mm -hmm. it's like let's say you switch hardware like right now we're upgrading my computer right yep if i have to reinstall all those games you know i'm gonna have to bear that cost from ea because ea does not gonna want to pay unity unity's taxing them they're gonna want to charge us so i i still think that's a bad precedent to send even if it's under a million dollars uh i i don't i don't think that you should be charging per download at all yeah no because because then like you said it's gonna lead the way for other fucking companies to just go yeah so they got away with it now we'll get away with Mm -hmm. it and then everyone's gonna be like well what about like the whole point of it was so people can make the games they wanted to make because they're passionate about games not because it's like we're gonna make money with every single you sneeze and it's like ah you sneeze here money charged you sucked in oxygen while you were at this part of the level. And exactly. guess what, buddy? Exactly. We actually detected your heart rate go up, so there's a little more oxygen, oxygen that you needed. So you're we're going to be charging you for you're that. Done. You're, that's going to be your firstborn uh, and half of your blood. Pretty much. It's going to be. It's going to be worth charging you. Yeah. Because no, yeah. like, okay, because like, let's say like moderately to like not necessarily they're still indie by like industry standards, yeah, but yeah. they're raking in like you know hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like let's say like in profit, like mm-hmm. some of these companies. Uh, some of the less scrupulous ones uh, might say, hey, they're already charging it. We're not getting taxed. There's a small profit to be made and we'll just look like we're part of the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll just be, you know, EA is doing it. All the big ones are doing it. It's going to we're going to have to look even out with them. Mm-hmm. So we're going to charge it. And, you know, EA isn't just going to charge the cost to cover the fee. They're going to upscale it. If if Unity's charging them like 20 bucks, they're going to charge you 40 for, uh, you know, for each download or whatever the fuck. Yeah, like they're so. they're gonna double up, triple up, quadruple up. Capitalism strikes again, yeah. baby. Um, speaking of capitalism, right? Striking auto workers want a forty percent pay increase. So, r- real quick, when you hear that, right? This this is what everyone is touting on the news, right? Those striking auto workers want a forty percent pay increase, right? Mm-hmm. What they fail to say is that it's the same rate that their CEO's pay grew in recent years Mm -hmm. so they're not going ah we just want 40 percent because we want 40 percent right thousands of united auto workers are officially on strike after three detroit automakers failed to reach an agreement with the union they represent about 146,000 workers at ford 
GM at Stellantis. So they had a Thursday night deadline, right? We're, we're now at Saturday. The major issue is worker pay. The union proposed 40% hourly pay increases over the next four years. The average U.S. auto worker in a manufacturing production line earns about $28 per hour, according to data of the Bureau of Labor Statistics. That's up a dollar from the previous year. One dollar, right? $1. So again, how much has inflation gone up? Exactly. So, so again, this is the average, right? Not not the median. This is the mm-hmm. average. Average meaning they took the highest paid and the lowest paid and averaged it out. Median yeah. would be closer to what it is. What most people like, are earning. Exactly. What most people are earning. I, I would kind of want to see that too, which is yeah. most likely going to be a lot lower than $28 per hour. We probably have that info. Search. Uh, oh, look maybe? right here. Oh. Top tier workers earn an average of $33 per hour, but the lower tier workers hired after 2007 earn up to Seventeen dollars an hour up to so that means that they earn a lot less. Some of them, because minimum wage, you know, for most places here in California is still fifteen fifty, right? Yeah, which is still like poverty wages. And that's here in California. I know uh, in fucking uh, Idaho, I think it is still seven twenty five, seven twenty five, seven twenty five an hour. So nationwide, auto workers' average real hourly earnings have fallen nineteen point three percent since two thousand eight according to the research from the Economic Policy Institute, right? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the Ford CEO, Jim Farley, earned $21 million in total compensation last year. Nice, nice. The Stellantis CEO made $24.8 million, and the GM CEO earned nearly $29 million in 2022 pay. People go, oh, sorry, a chief economist said, obviously CEOs should be the highest paid person in an enterprise, but... Then the question is exactly how much higher than everyone else. Mm-hmm. CEO pay at the big three has grown 40% in the last decade. In line with the UAW's demands for 40% pay increases for auto workers. So again, it's not like an immediate 40% on top of my side right now. Yeah, it's yeah. over a couple of years. So they offered a 20% increase over four years of the deal. So 20% over four years, average of 5% increase when that's inflation's nothing. at 7 or 8%, say, you're losing money. I was going to say, that, that type of raise, even at considering inflation you're kind of still taking an l there literally yeah gm at 18 percent stellantis 17.5 percent yeah it's so stupid we, yeah we don't need to be in a strike right now no. we put a historic offer on the table profits at the struck auto companies increased 92 percent from 2013 to 2022 totaling 250 billion dollars joe biden president joe brandon said sorry president dark brandon said dark brandon auto lord com- and savior dark brandon <laughs> Blessed be his darkness. Auto companies have seen uh, auto companies have seen record profits, including the last few years, because of the extraordinary skill, Jack, and sacrifices of the UAW workers. Those record profits have not been shared fairly, in my view, Jack, with the workers, Jack. So yeah, I mean that, that makes yeah. sense. It's, the CEO pay is outpacing workers' wages across industries, and that's the growth. CEO pay growth, not just their pay in general, right? Yeah. Their executive pay has skyrocketed faster than the typical wage growth for everyday workers. The average CEO at a top U.S. company, right, anyone, was paid $27.8 million, the average, average, mm-hmm. 399 times as much as a typical worker. From 1978 to 2021, CEO pay grew by 1,460% versus 18% for the typical worker. All of that value added going right to the fucking shareholders, dude. So they propose an elimination of compensation tiers and a restoration of cost of living adjustments as well as other workplace protections like a reduced 32-hour work week based, Based, a shift back to traditional pensions based, 
improve retiree and parental leave benefits and more. Absolutely unfathomably based. Unironically based. And I love when people when And Pogfield. I I love when people on the right are trying to be like, oh, that's based. That's based in Red Pill. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you do realize based comes from a a, a black rapper who was talking about like uh, left wing ideals. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not like oh, conservative guy. That. Yeah. So oh, look, <laughs> I was like, I didn't know that. I just say based because okay. it's based. So based is a slang term originally meant you were addicted to crack cocaine, but it was reclaimed by rapper Lil B for being yourself and not caring what others think of you to carry yourself with swagger. Why is why is every new like catchphrase essentially just a revamp of YOLO? Based has been appropriated by the alt right online as a general term of praise, as if unwoke. I yeah, I don't know. I find that it's so weird. Lil B, the based god. Based yeah, god. That, that's yeah. literally what he was. He, he was a based god. So yeah, and then it got picked I was up by say, the alt right. That's kind of cringe. <laughs> that know. that image is so cringe. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and not in the good way. So, um, so, so, so yeah, the, the point is, right, it's a, it, it was a pretty common term when Lil B redefined it, um, and then it was all over Twitter and blogs at the time, and now it, it's funny how the alt-right movement hijacked a term that came from hip-hop, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, oh, it's an alt-right thing. If you use it, you're racist, like, made up things like the OK symbol, right? Well, that, that's but, that's all they have. They can't they can't come exactly, up with anything original. Exactly, they it's gotta like hijack you, everything. You gotta appropriate their their stuff, and then it's like, oh, this is this is not a white supremacist symbol. But then white supremacists start using it as a dog yeah. whistle, and then they're like, guys, it's okay. And you're like, oh, no, people are no, people are crazy. So back to uh, yeah. back to the union being based, right? So the targeted strikes aim to bring a work stoppage to key plants that can cause plants further down the line to stop production without needing materials. The strategy is unprecedented. The union may increase the number of strikes based on the status of negotiation. So, where do you think this is? I, like, not that I want it to stop. Obviously, more people should, uh, uh, how do you call it, unionize and get all that. But this is like what the seventh industry that goes on strike. Yeah, we have the hotel workers, the writers. It started with the writers guild, if I remember correctly. Writers guild one's going on for months. Yeah, the writers guild, then the actors, then uh, then the hotel workers. Then I think, oh, the rail, the rail war, the railroad. Oh, that, that one was broken, but uh, we'll include it. And Biden is going to join the picket line at the UAW Ooh. strike. Look at that. His decision nice. to stand alongside striking workers represents perhaps the most significant display of union solidarity ever by a sitting president. Yes. Biden has, Biden has unironically been the most union supportive president in the last like hundred years or something like that. Tuesday, I'll go to Michigan and join the picket line and stand in solidarity with the men and women of UAW as they fight for a fair share of the value they help create. Jack. Look at that. Yeah. I wonder how many more industries are going to go on strike. There's, I, I, I've heard rumors of a teacher strike going on soon too. Let me see. Yeah. There was an LAUSD strike as well. Um, massive three days. This is back in March. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, yeah. but because I heard about it a couple of days ago, where some teachers are planning on going again. Oh, I don't know. So, well, they, so they, they, the LUSD first, the the strike was averted. It was like a few uh-huh. days in March. They were threatening again, I guess, in April or something. But mm. um, let me see, let me see, let me see. LA school strike begins to support staff. Yeah, that that was it. That I, was I, it. I don't know if there's a more recent one, but I don't know. I, I like I March said, it was just April. rumors. I, I don't know if it will or won't. It's just rumors that I heard. Yeah, so that I heard of a strike. But but that's good because again, 
strike is power to the people yeah because they're not getting compensated enough they're they're not having adequate work conditions like people don't strike because they're like you know what they pay me enough but i could get yeah. a little more right yeah, it's like I can, no I get a little second more yeah well it, striking is the uh solution it's either striking or we bring back the contraption correct yeah it's either striking or the guillotine so mm-hmm. it's either we pull out the owners and ceos drag them on the floor and then sometimes, and them. <laughs> sometimes the strike isn't enough remember the uh the gilded age a part of the strikes were ending up dragging people out of their homes yeah so. guillotining them but unfortunately, <laughs> a lot of those company town unders did not. unfortunately that's like frowned upon nowadays sadly, or whatever sadly so. we can't just get jeff bezos and castrate him it's not possible. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But fortunately, more than 35,000 people registered to vote after Taylor Swift made a social media post. I am officially hmm. a Swifty now. We're she all called out to fans to register on National Voter Register Day. Look at this. I got my Tuesday. Swifty bracelet right here. Look at this. Man. No, literally. It's uh, the name of one of the songs. London Boy. It? Huh? London of- Boy. Yeah, I it's see. it's one of the name of the songs. Swift posted an Instagram story directing her 272 million followers to vote.org, nonprofit organization that offers mm-hmm. voter registration services. Are you registered to vote yet? Swift wrote, I've been so lucky to see so many of you guys at my U.S. shows recently. I've heard you raise your voices. I know how powerful they are. Make sure you're ready to use them in our elections this year. So there was an average of 13,000 users every half hour after <laughs> Swift's post. Yeah. Holy moly. Well, this is why it's so easy for celebrities to go into like the political realm because being a politician in the U.S. is literally just about being a celebrity kind of. So there was a 115% increase in registrations by 18 year olds when compared to last year. And the organization also helped 50,000 people verify their registration status. Mm -hmm. That's crazy that we're seeing an we see an 849% increase here compared to 2021. This generation's eagerness to participate is a game changer. Like, have you seen how many millions of people will be eligible to vote by the time it's a 2024 election? So many. So many more people. So many more people. So, 2024 election. Well, let's see. What, what day is it? November 5th, 2024. Yeah. So, there's still another year and two days, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. This is so funny. Michael, this is for you. <laughs> Robert F. Kennedy Jr. flirts with the Libertarian Party. <laughs> Uh, well 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 i wonder why (laughs) for 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 all of our abroad viewers the the one viewer we have in uh i don't know where czechoslovakia czechoslovakia i don't know uh how do you call it the libertarian party in the u.s is basically just another right-wing party basically every single person in the libertarian party votes right votes with the conservatives it's it's just a it's just a fancy name for people that are like, oh, I'm not like those other Republicans and then votes Republican all the time. <laughs> I'm not like those Republicans. Actually, votes Republican. Yeah, on every single yeah. Yeah. So it, it was stuck behind a paywall, so I had to copy and paste the whole article. Paste. Look at that. Look at that. Fucking big brain over here, big right? Big brain. We're not gonna let uh big media <laughs> stop us here. Exactly, the mainstream media. <laughs> Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has said he intends to continue his challenge to President Biden as a Democrat. But then he's keeping his options open for a third party bid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For months, he said he plans to continue his long shot challenge against President Biden in the Democratic primary rather than dropping out to launch a third party bid. But lately, 
Mr. Kennedy's message has seemed to shift, including publicly telling a voter who asked about his plans that he was keeping his options open. If Mr. Kennedy does decide to leave the party of his famous father and uncles to run in the general election, one potential landing spot may be the Libertarian Party, which at the moment lacks a widely known candidate but has excelled at securing ballot access. In July, Mr. Kennedy met privately with Angela McArdle, the chair of the Libertarian Party, at a conference they were both attending in Memphis, Hmm. a meeting that had not previously been reported. He emphasized that he was committed to running as a Democrat, but said that he considered him he considered himself very libertarian. Of course you do. <laughs> Ms. McArdle said in an interview, adding that they agreed on several positions, including the threat of the deep state and the need for populist messaging. My perspective is that we're going to stay in touch in case he does decide to run, Ms. McArdle said, and he can contact me at any time if that's the case. In a June interview with a libertarian magazine Reason, Mr. Kennedy acknowledged his ideological disagreements with the party, including on issues like environmental protection, abortion, and civil rights, Mm -hmm. while also saying, I've always been aligned with libertarians on most issues. In a general election... I bet he was. (laughs) I bet he was. In a general election, (laughs) Democrats worry that a third party run by Mr. Kennedy could draw votes away from Mr. Biden and help former President Donald J. Trump. They have expressed similar concerns about no labels, the bipartisan group trying to recruit a moderate candidate for a third party run, and also about the progressive scholar Cornell West, who is already in the race to lead the Green Party mm-hmm. for 2024. Oh, yeah, like the Green Party is any better than the Libertarian Party. <sighs> Dude, uh, like, <clears throat> the reason why Cornell West gets such a, like, like thing is because he's been like a like an actual like good activist for years right but Mm -hmm. a good activist does not a good politician make and uh cornell west is just not it it's just not it it's not it going third party and then some of the stuff he's been saying yeah well you know the anti-semitism and i'm not even gonna go through this with all the proof and stuff that's cornell west by the way oh sorry sorry sorry. sorry. Sorry, sorry. i'm still thinking rfk right Yeah, yeah, yeah rfk He's very clearly made anti-Semitic comments, right? Yes. Who knows if he actually is anti-Semitic? He's just made anti-Semitic comments. Yeah, he's just been dog whistling. That's all exactly. we can say. Exactly. That's all and, we can say. And, and he's been dog whistling. Vehemently anti-vax, but mm-hmm. that's fine. Well, I mean, to be fair, nowadays, anti-vax basically is a dog whistle. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, uh, who, who's, who who's, made the vaccine? Who's made the vaccine? Did. Yeah. Who is it not char- targeting them? Yeah. So, in a shocking shocking news right Mm -hmm. as you know time is a flat circle because the events keep fucking repeating themselves over and over a woman speeds used to be the in now it's the fixies exactly women sorry woman sues san francisco mcdonald's after being burned by hot coffee do you know what the original was the original led to third degree burns all over the Mm. old woman's private parts (laughs) McDonald's ran good PR to smear her, but yeah. still lost the case because they had notice of the exact thing happening, disregarded the warning, and kept serving almost boiling coffee to customers. Yeah. The woman went to them for help only with her medical bills and was offered something like a $500 gift card. Her bills were in excess of $100,000. She had to have like three to four procedures on her genitalia. Yeah. The woman was in her late 70s or early 80s. 
What's wild is a vast majority of people that reference this case think she's the joke. Mm -hmm. That the whole situation is a joke. But the reality is the only joke was how McDonald's handled it. They had every opportunity to leave it out of court and chose instead to gamble on a jury. When the end of the trial came, it took almost no time at all to find them culpable. And they rewarded a ton in punitives because McDonald's had so many opportunities to remedy the situation to ensure it didn't happen. And instead did not want to change policy. Those choices led to a great grandma getting third degree burns all over her, multiple corrective surgeries, and a huge payday for the woman who just wanted them to get her to pay for her medical bills. And then this part is true. I remember that from when I McDonald's purposely made the coffee too hot to enjoy immediately to prevent people getting free refills. That was part of the rationale discovered in the trial. Cost-saving measure. Yeah, if you're like, oh, okay, I can't do this right now. You wait like 10, 20 minutes, but you're out of the McDonald's already. It's too fucking late. (gasps) It fused her labia. It fused her genitals together. It sealed it shut. Yeah, I wanted to press upon the fact. Oh, it was fused to her thigh and it melted her urethra shut. They had to put her on a catheter. Ah, dude, that hurts. Uh, yeah, this is not you just left your coffee on the stovetop for like an hour too long. And you, you know, and you always hear people being like, yeah, like that dumbass lady who spilled hot coffee on herself yeah, and yeah. she sued. Like, I could just do that myself. This is why context, 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 no context, context, no context, context, no evidence. So why did this woman Excuse sue me? San Francisco? Right. This is in September 18th. Yeah. This is just a couple of days ago. Why San Francisco, though? Whoa, 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 whoa. A San Francisco McDonald's is being sued ah. after a scalding cup of coffee caused severe burns on an elderly woman's groin. Time is a flat circle. It's that uh, quantum immortality. Correct. You die here, you wake up in another reality because your brain cannot comprehend death. Your consciousness cannot comprehend death, so it shifts into a universe where you continue to live. <laughs> so what's left behind isn't actually you. It's just the husk of your consciousness if you will you're a brain mech piloting a bone sorry you're a brain pilot in a bone mech with a meat suit yes thank you so we'll be here all week oh no my hair time (laughs) the lawsuit was filed thursday in san francisco superior court and it claimed the mcdonald's employees failed to properly secure the coffee cup lid which then opened when the woman tried to take a sip the lid fell off, the coffee poured out of the cup, and she suffered third-degree burns to her groin, legs, and abdomen. Oh. She's in her 80s and is seeking millions in compensation on the for the June incident. The suit claims the burns were bad enough to leave her with emotional distress, scarring in the groin area, where she continues to experience pain. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. The employees at the McDonald's refused to help her after she was burned and ignored her calls for help. She was standing there for quite some time, around 20 to 25 minutes, asking for a manager. The McDonald's representatives dispute this claim, stating that their employees and managers spoke to her within a few minutes and offered assistance. Wow. Uh-huh. I believe that. Uh, no. Starbucks has that same issue. So Starbucks what? has the same issue of um, not closing the lids on the cups that they give you. Or, or conversely, if you press, like... Okay, so like I'm grabbing this, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not particularly squeezing this hard, right? Yeah. If you grab it, the cup like this, the lid will pop off. Mm-hmm. It, they have this consistent issue. I have gotten drenched in like really hot coffee. Not not this kind of hot coffee, you know, not like enough to fuse my urethra shut. But yeah. hot enough that I'm like there sitting boiling like, ah, like dying at least four times in the last like two months. At least, at least. 
if not more. Because like I, I go like once a day, right? Or like once every other day. So like I grab the coffee and the lid just pops off and like burns all of my hand, sometimes my legs. Usually, thankfully, it's the car. Like it's when I put it into the cup holder mm-hmm. that like it like the the coffee spills because like I I've gotten good at noticing now. Right. I'm like, OK, the lid isn't on properly or, oh, you know, I see the the little rise on the corner of the, of the lid. So I'm like, OK, I got to I got to gingerly use both hands, put it down. But yeah, I feel like a lot of places that serve coffee like this is a, a reoccurring issue with them now where where they don't close the, the coffee cups anymore or like they're manufacturing the cups to like not hold the the lid down correctly. Like so that the lid doesn't really attach to the cup anymore because I guess it saves plastic or something. I, I don't know mm. what the rationale is behind it, but it started happening like a couple of months ago, like no, like almost a year now where like the, the, the lids just don't fit and you get burned every time you get coffee like it's it's insane i don't know man it's it's by design but i found the picture of the ladies burns oh yeah no this, we're not jesus christ dude walter do not show these do no not google don't, them. don't don't if you guys up. want to google them search mcdonald's yeah. coffee burn on bing not even on google oh they gave me some That's acid reflux terrible she had to get skin grafts Holy uh, moly! Well, we already talked about her labia being fuchsia, etc., yeah, etc. Yeah, et yeah, so. yeah, no, no. But uh, live action One Piece, Edward. Yes. Live live action One Piece, Edward. Tell me about your experience watching live action One Piece. All I say is this: it got my girlfriend to watch One Piece. Finally, we're watching the Look anime right that. now. Now we're watching you, the anime right now. now. You only have sixteen hundred seven. No, no. We're at There's like twelve hundred. We're at the on episode. Which one's that one? The Gaimon episode is the episode with uh with that guy who like falls off a cliff and like because like he sees treasure but he like can't reach it and he falls off the cliff and he and lands inside of a inside of the treasure inside chest, of the treasure right? chest okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah yeah and he's just there like with the green afo like but you bang, guys bang, are already bang, pretty bang. far ahead then right that's episode twenty we haven't even gone to Sanji yet oh there was so much filler that's why that's not even filler that's that happened in the manga that's that's uh, legit okay well. The okay, so, so so that's the thing that the live action fixes the pacing. The pacing, the pacing yeah, yeah, yeah. is fixed. They skip over so much of like this. I would I, I would totally consider that filler to be honest. Yeah, as in in the manga because it doesn't add anything to it. You know, like eh, what, what do you really get out of it? You know, but I feel it characterizes the the characters we have so far a little bit because we get to see more of Usopp. We get to see more of like how Usopp acts. Well, Okay, so that's but, one of the gripes, right? Yeah, you didn't get to see Usopp's pirates in the old one. In, yeah, in, in live, sorry, in live action. But you know, they they probably didn't have enough time. And again, what's it really going to add? Because they they're not major characters in the end or anything either. No, they come out on a couple of the covers, but that's about it. Well, okay, okay. So here's the thing. Uh, a lot of the lies, I guess they they do that. But spoilers for all of One Piece. All of One Piece. All of One Piece. We're talking about every single aspect. We're going piece. over it. No, uh, I don't know if you know this. But basically, every single lie Usopp says during uh during his arc thing eventually comes true. Mm. So uh, his outline, like uh, one of the things was uh, talking about the the little people that like go around helping and like whatever, and eventually we get the Tontons yeah. in Dressrosa. Uh, he talked about. I, I, you can look it up on Reddit. There's a lot. There, of there, details, he told right? a lot of yeah. lies. He told a lot of lies. Basically, every single one of those lies ends up being true. But just by accident, not by design. So, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly, but like it's like the template. So if Usopp tells a lie, it eventually becomes true. Uh, that's All the right. template for One Piece. So if he said a lie, then it, so 
and a lot of the lies we hear are from his little pirates uh his little crew thing yeah and that those had some like really good heart like i will say the heartfelt moments in, in usopp's arc didn't hit as much in the live action uh well with, when his mom passed away when his that mom one passed was, away that one did that one did there's three me. major uh points that the like like heartbreaking kind of when he disbands the pirates when his mom dies and when uh and when kaya is about to get killed or like when you know when he stabs and i feel like the only one that hit as much was the mom one yeah. Uh, Captain Kuro isn't as threatening because we don't really get attached to any of the side characters. Uh, yeah. I, okay, well, he, so Captain Kuro's character was actually played really well. It was funny, uh, though. Like, it was played I was, well. I'm not uh, going to yeah, yeah, was wrong. Like, it was like, why was he caked in makeup the whole time? That was the one thing I was like, huh. But, mm. but he was, like, fucking menacing when he was, like, you know, just the sh- going through the hallways and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like... He's like, oh, she's in here? Stab. He's like, ah, oh, shit, she didn't die yeah. there. Okay. You know, like, he was ready to kill a little kid. Well, yes. Yeah. Yes, a, yes. A, a child over. over yeah, no, he was played really well. Captain Crow yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Great. And, and Great. I, I did like how they incorporated the pirates into the into her manner, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they had all infiltrated, you know, instead of just being like, ah, well, they just kind of come over here afterwards, you know? I guess. But he, like, I don't know. I, I think the anime did enough of a job saying that, like, oh, Captain Kuro kept in contact with his pirate crew. Because that one's kind of, like, I feel like that one's more of a, not a plot hole, but it's like a, ah, well, it just happened cause it, because it happened, you know? But also, like, the, the here's necessity. the thing. In the manga, like, doing that created a plot, not, I don't know if it's a plot hole, but it created, like, an issue within the story. Because if all of the villagers know who Kaya is, and then she suddenly dies, appeared murdered or poisoned, the rest of them are, aren't going to be suspicious that she left all of her stuff to there. Exactly. Like, the anime solves this by, like, hypnotizing Kaya into, like, willingly writing a will so it's all like that and everything checks out. And all the pirates were going to kill the entire town. Mm. Everyone was going to get murdered. So there would have been no witnesses. Cabin Crew would be the... Uh, the only survivor because he hid or whatever or whatever he was gonna lie yeah. about so like oh okay it's a little bit more believable like the marines yeah, there was a pirate attack too. help us yeah now everyone's dead and i'm suddenly rich oh <laughs> raggy Honestly. yeah so it so. created an issue there and it also eliminated one of the best characters oh not best but like one of the funniest characters oh the michael jackson one yeah the, the hypnotist uh, me, me and Nush were laughing at that yes. one for a while yeah, but then again, who are you going to have play Michael Jackson on the screen, you know? That's true, that's true, that's true. So, but, yeah, they, they you know, it's, it's kind of glazing over that, but, yeah. but everything else is pretty good. Yeah. Um, was, oh, they, they depowered Luffy a whole bunch. In the live action? In the live action. Yeah, because he was, when he got hit by, like, um, when he was fighting Arlong and Arlong was punching him, he was like, ugh. But it's like, yeah. he was like supposed to hit him. everywhere. Yeah, it's like, it's not eh. supposed to hurt, like, you know? I, I guess, I guess, not, okay, because the other thing is that, Obviously, Odo, when he was doing the manga, he didn't really plan everything out. You know, the original end for One Piece was supposed to be Alabasta? Yep. Alabasta was supposed to be the original end. So, obviously, Luffy needed to be stronger in the beginning because the end was going to be Alabasta. Yeah, so he, he, he had no idea we'd be going all this way. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So, like, in the live action, I guess that's him fixing it. He can it. power like, scale it a little yeah, better. Yeah, a little bit better. But he, he was a lot stronger in the thing. Because, like, if you rewatch the Arlong fight in the anime... Mm-hmm. Uh, Luffy's not having it. He's like playing the whole time. He's like playing with Arlong the whole the whole mm-hmm. fight. He's just there, like like Arlong gets a couple of shots in. It's mostly uh 
like how all the others are where it's like environmental factors that make it make the fight difficult rather mm. than the actual opponent mm. like with Don Krieg Don Krieg wasn't exactly a threat he was only a threat because they were like on a half decrepit ship about mm. to die and then he started bringing out all these like knives and stuff mm -hmm. shooting it at them but Don Krieg himself was like nothing yeah. nothing to Luffy there was nothing to Luffy did you like his 10 second cameo getting wiped by Mihawk yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like that I like that that was funny. I, I miss like okay, so one of my old favorite characters is is uh Jin. Hmm? It's Jin. It's a minor character. He's a second in command to uh Don Krieg. He's a <laughs> no very idea. minor character. No idea who this three panel character he's, is. He's I'm not sorry. even a three panel character. He's the reason why Don Krieg attacks the the the, the restaurant. Sanji, it's how we character. That's uh, how we end up characterizing Sanji in the in the manga and the anime. Is he the one that he feeds? Yeah, he's the one that's, he feeds. That's what it that's was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, I remember it, that. He just that. got like no screen time. Like he got because he like seconds. fed a guy, but it's like yeah. it wasn't the same guy that like later betrayed. You know? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. And like it was really, yeah. it was really cool watching him. He was like really badass character. He just goes away. He's like, no, I I gotta stick with Don Craig. I already promised Don Craig that I'd be his shipmate. Not I'd go with you guys. And then he just like sails off with all the all his crew like on a tiny fucking sailboat at the end. Yeah, but yeah, it was one of my favorite minor characters. Obviously, we can't fit him in. It's like a <laughs> you know yeah. the live action is already long as it is, but uh, yeah, but oh, would it be overall for a live action anime? That shit was mm -hmm. like that was the like soundtrack. nine out of ten soundtrack soundtrack was a bop. Uh, I wonder if Netflix will do the Netflix thing and cancel it like two It's already been in. renewed for season two. No, but they cancel it like two to three seasons in. Well, we'll see. Because you they, know why, right? Well, because it doesn't make enough money or they don't get no, more people watching it. No, because at the fourth season, the uh, it's standard for the actors to renegotiate their contracts and get ah, higher pay because it's a, it's a better show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they are like, yeah. they've proven it's a yep. successful show. Yep, yep, yep. Disney does this a lot with uh, <laughs> Sweet Life. I Sweet Life of that. Cody. Yes. They renamed it Sweet Life on Deck. Uh -huh. uh, it's technically a new show. It's technically a new and show. And they did it with the like the, that one twin girl TV show. It was like season one, two, and three were something. And then the fourth one is like something like going back or some some bullshit. But yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get it. And then you. Lab Rats did the same thing where it was La Lab Rats something island or whatever. Like they, they've done it with a lot of shows. Disney's notorious for doing that bullshit. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Netflix instead just decides, hey, we'll just cancel it. Season two, Straight three. Up. Fucking uh, Santa Clarita Diet. I loved that show, and it was so good. It was really popular, and they just canceled it because they got to renegotiate with the actors. Disney's doing it again with Daredevil Born Again because it's not Daredevil yeah, anymore. They're screwing the actors uh, over again. Yeah, but point uh, is, um, they they have a plan for twelve seasons, um, as in. It, you know op optimistically like if in a perfect world they would do 12 seasons right yeah but with oda on it like he's been like he's been on it yeah he's been yeah. on the show so like everything actually gets paced correctly or speeds up things or cuts up yeah, things yeah, that don't yeah, need some. to be there um and with the you know with the manga basically in its final arc right now like not final have, arc final saga there's a difference okay Ooh, final it's not egg, saga because right now we're on the the egghead arc and the egghead arc is almost over i guess so final you're like saying saga. it's gonna end in like three months okay okay the final <laughs> saga it's like another five years or so yeah um but you know and it's funny because he Estimated. said even if he dies he said that his assistants know enough to finish the manga mm -hmm. so it's crazy but point is but yeah point is point is it was really good I would probably, I would definitely watch it again. the The moment that got me more than I thought it was going to get me mm -hmm. was when he was, um, when Shanks fucking saves him. 
Mm. And he's like, your arm. I don't know why. I was like, arm. <laughs> his arm. I knew it was coming. And it was still so sad. I will say the flashbacks with Luffy. That's one of the other times where I prefer the the manga or, or anime. Why? Uh, I don't know. I I feel like it flows a little bit better the flashbacks in uh in it. I don't know why mm. it just it just hits a little bit better. That's this is literally totally preference because I there's not much of a difference. But well, I just I just personally think it flows better. Your preference is wrong, Edward. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, <laughs> Oda himself has said the live action is 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 the better one. So you know exactly. I, my so. preference is wrong. Correct. Damn, I wonder how they're gonna animate Gear Five. And it's funny because they're they're saying like the live action is gonna fix that whole like time thing because apparently all of pre time skip happened in two months. Yes. So uh, what? So the entirety of the anime, the entirety of the, of the One Piece, sorry, it hasn't passed uh, three, years. three years. It's under three years. Uh, the entirety of the first half of the grand of, of the grand line, like pre time skip, it was like two months. Dude. Uh, pre Saba Odi, it happens in like straight two up. months. Straight up. Uh, post time skip, we're it's two years, right? One year. Post after the two year time skip, we're in like I think two months or one month and a half. From the start of, like, because remember, Dress Rosa, all of Dress Rosa, all of Doflamingo happens in one day. Yeah. All of that happens in one day. Literally. Punk Hazard happens in, like, three days or, like, a week or something. Like, very, very short amount of time. Yep. Straight up. Uh, Wano? Wano happens in, like... It's like a week. It's a, a week. It's a span of a week because they're in the celebration week. Yeah, 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 That's the, the whole celebration point. Celebration week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so maybe, okay, maybe a little bit longer because remember when he got trapped in the... Sh- sh- he was trapped in, like, the... She- Sea shackles for like a sea week shackles. also yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when true, he was training true. with the old man. So. I still think that was part of the week. I think that was the start of the week because no, 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 the only no. in the final day did they get a chance to, to, to leave. That, that's, when they, that's when all the people don't have to work the final day. On the festival? Yeah, hmm. on the actual festival day. Okay, so it's, okay. Let, let, for, for posterity's sake, we'll say it was just like two weeks overall. Yeah, yeah right? two weeks. Yeah. So, okay. That's still like, like a month. Yeah, because literally. Zoe was like uh, Zoe and Whole Cake. Whole Cake happened in like three days. Whole Cake was three days. Yeah, he beat the shit out of Katakuri over the course of like three months on our time. <laughs> yeah. But it was like <laughs> it was it was literally like twenty seconds in yeah, their time. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was just one afternoon for them. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that that all happens, and then like the, and then Zoe, they're only at Zoe for a couple of hours. They show up and then they leave. They're they're only there for a little bit. Yeah. Before then, before Big Mom Pirates show and up. And then the Onigashima raid is one day, yeah. literally. Onishima they beat the day. shit out of Big Mom and Kaido overnight. overnight. <laughs> literally overnight. Overnight. L, get fucking wrecked. Takes one night. So, yeah, but but they were saying the live action will, will fix that kind of pacing, right? Yeah. Because now you'll have like actual days passing by yeah. and weeks and time. So when the time skip happens, like, yeah, they can make them older or whatever, right? Yeah. But they'll actually be older. Because like when the time skip happened, supposedly, like how old was Luffy when the Luffy the was the 16. Season? So he's, oh, he's 18. All of a sudden he looks like a grown man, just like Usopp supposedly. Well, he's you know? 19 in uh in post time skip. Yeah. He's 19. No, but that's what I'm saying. Because two years? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess three years. That's hilarious. So he was 17, 17. and then he turned 19. Yeah. Post-time so skip. So he was... Yeah, 17, 18, and then 19. Yeah, post-time skip him doesn't look too much of different from his like pre-time skip. No, but so Usopp? Like, yeah. like Usopp, Usopp looks-, looks different. Well, okay, but that's because in One Piece, uh, part of the magic in the thing is that the harder you chase your dreams, the uh, the better you end up looking. The, uh, the, the, yeah, 
That's literally the, yeah, uh, the yeah. other one where it's like, yeah, when you chase your dreams and you get them versus the, the one where you line. lost. Yeah, yeah, the bad timeline. Yeah. And he has it for all of them. That's hilarious. Yeah. He made artworks for like basically every single person if for like the bad timeline. Yeah. Although he has confirmed we are in the good timeline. Obviously. But yeah. But it's just like um, like Nami, right? Like she yeah. stays looking exactly the same, 40, 60, 80, and then she just has a little gray. Yeah. And then if she was in the bad time, she'd just be fat. Yeah, yeah. It's like fat, <laughs> and then, and then like, like decrepit. little old lady. Yeah. yeah. But that's... The, and like, she becomes the, the fucking... She looks like that lady from... Uh, what's that one Studio Ghibli movie? Where they're like, where like she's running the prostitution house. How's moving castle? The granny. No, the, I don't know. <laughs> the old granny with like the giant fucking lump on her nose. That's well. There's there's a there's a witch in that one in How's Moving Castle. That's an, yeah yeah yeah. Because I'm like maybe you're because is it How's Moving Castle? No no. It follows that one little girl that goes to the bathhouse with no face. That is, um, it's not the same one, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, but let me see when. Yeah, that young lady turns into an old lady. No, no, no. no. Is there also a witch in the, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the witch, so oh, she's yeah. fat, and then she turns into that. Yeah, but she was like a nice old lady, right? No, she, she was no? not. She when she got depowered. But uh, okay. let me see. What was the other one? You said no face. Uh, fucking spirited away. Spirited away. Yes, spirited away. The old lady and spirited away. The Let's the bathhouse. The witch. Yeah. Ah, her, that motherfucker. Yeah, big head. You baba. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. I believe it. Yeah. But overall, but yeah. It's a great movie, One Piece. You should watch it. It's out on Netflix right now. Watch Blue Beetle. It'll be out Tuesday. So one day after this is out, go watch Blue Beetle on HBO Max. Um and watch it Ahsoka. Still haven't seen it. Watch Cake and Fiona and Cake and stay hydrated, folks. Yeah. It's broke till Stay Friday. hydrated. We're broke. Till Friday Goodbye my friends We'll see you next week Now I'ma go and eat my meat And we're broke Till Friday Goodbye my friends We'll see you next week And now I'ma go and eat my meat And we're broke Till Friday